This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listening around the world, welcome to the Basement Bookers Podcast. I am the man that time forgot, Basement Chair, and with me, my co-host, the man who simply just forgot, Rich the Riz. I continue to forget on a regular basis, as far as I recall. That's right. You just forget. Yeah. You just plain forget. Yes. And this podcast is rated off for realness. If you don't know, if you didn't hear the man from the past, me, we're going to talk to you what we do here. We book, we talk, we mostly ramble sometimes like we're happening right now. Rich, how the hell are you? Still alive here. I am okay. Uh, A little tired. Wish I had gotten some more sleep this week. Didn't exercise most of the week, which sucks. Because I was not getting as, as much sleep as I wanted. But otherwise, I'm pretty good. Um, I think we have some good stuff to talk about in wrestling this week. Uh, we most certainly do. And uh, well, I wanted to say before we went uh, deep into the into the trenches here, every time we get on these things or have our text communications, I, I don't know if I'm the only one, but maybe you do it too. It's like, Oh, she hasn't killed him yet. We got another one going. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, there is the whole kind of lockdown situation. Like, we're not under full lockdown. Bars are open. Uh, My wife, who is a bartender for anyone that doesn't know, uh, just told me that I think starting October 1st, or maybe it's November 1st, because the outdoor thing was extended to October 31st. So, I don't know, like October or November... Like, bars can now, at that point, have people inside at up to 25% capacity. Yeah, because they were suing Cuomo. Right. And he decided, uh, well, <coughs> I guess since I'm done killing people's grandparents, I can just open up a little bit here. Yeah, but the thing is, like, all these bars, if they didn't have, like, HEPA filters in their, like, ventilation system, they have to get that. So it's like, sure, you can... Yeah, you can open up a 25% capacity, which, by the way, for my wife's bar, that's 20 people. Which, you've seen that place? Yeah. It's, like, it's it's more than they can fit in the outside area, but I don't know, like, they're not really going to be making killing. No. With, with 20 people. Um, but, um, where the hell was I going with that? Yeah, so I like, don't know. So, like, yeah, you, you can have, you can now serve more people, a few, but... You have to now spend thousands of dollars on your ventilation system. And they're like, you know what? We're going to get a fan. We're going to open the windows. We'll leave the door open, and we'll do that. And I'm like, I'm thinking, I don't know how well that's going to work when it's 20 degrees out. Yeah, people just might stay inside. And, like, also, like, they're saying there might be some more cases because of the winter or whatever. Plus, what, with the sun not being out as often and it because vitamin D is, like, the main thing that can, like, fight it pretty mm-hmm. good. So. Well, but, I, I don't know. Like, I was thinking about that winter thing, too. But, like, if you think about it, like, people in, like, the pandemic hit Australia and South America, too. So. I'm just, well, I'm just going by the fact that I'm ignorant. 
Yeah. And they're just coming out of winter down there. Yeah. So. Uh, um, like, so ba- basically what I'm saying is it was summer for them when this all started. Yeah. Like, I, I, I joke because, like, it's just a thing that you say, like, oh, you haven't been killed by your wife yet. But this has been great. We got to spend, we get to spend so much time together. I don't mind it at all. Yeah. I was just, you know, trying to be funny. Speaking of trying to be funny, Rich, why don't why don't we st- stop uh, reminding everybody that uh, life is a hellscape, and those with the power would surely love to abuse it even more and take them into the fake news about real sports and entertainment right here, here, right here at the Basement Bookers podcast. Well, spoiler alert for a later story I'm going to talk about. There's some overlap with fake and real but i'll get to that Ooh, that also ties real yes and that also that also ties into your rambling idiocy that you mentioned earlier too so it's kind of like a triple whammy for that that's coming we're not talking politics right because i don't want to hear about joe biden all right great no (laughs) no uh this is not a political podcast uh but so to start out what's not funny is concussions you and i right you and i watched AEW all out yesterday. And boy, I don't I like I can't say with any certainty that Matt Hardy was concussed or was not concussed. I'm not a doctor. Doc Sampson apparently cleared him to finish the match. He went to the hospital after that. But when he got to the hospital and they had to run more tests on him, Rebby was saying on Twitter, quote, 1,000% concussion. All right. Mm. A, 1,000% isn't real. But, um... You could always that, go up to 100. Exactly. But after that, like, she was silent. So I'm guessing... They said her, shut up? No. What I, th- what I think is her silence means that, okay, he actually wasn't concussed. Like, I think it is possible to be completely knocked out like Matt Hardy was for a second there. It's like, he was just not moving. I think it's possible to be completely knocked out from head trauma and not suffer a concussion. Just have a bad bump. Right, bad bump. Like, you could hit and, your head really hard and not get concussed. Yeah. But, um, for anyone that didn't see it, it was kind of, it was kind of a scary moment. Like, like, the hit looked bad. The fact that he was just laying there not moving was bad. That the ref called for the bell, and I guess, you know, Cody or whoever booked the match is like, well, shit, Matt Hardy's career is on the line. If he loses, he can't wrestle here anymore. Like, that was the stipulation of the match. Obviously, Matt was supposed to win, Um, but they must have been like, how the hell are we going to changes because we're trying to be different from WWE so if you lose a match that says you can't wrestle here anymore we're not going to see you anymore. Right. You know? So they ended the match. Matt Hardy and Doc Sampson go into a closet somewhere. I guess um... To shine the light in his eyes? Yeah. we, we We saw the announcers talking and shaking their heads and half scrambling for what the hell to do next and Matt Hardy comes back out Looking for Sammy, we hear the bell, and oh, I guess the match restarted. I would love to hear Tony Khan freaking out on headsets. I don't know if he does. Well, not like, there's different levels of freaking out. It's like, 
like a Mark who spilled lemonade <laughs> on his mom's couch. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, what do we do? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it would be more like that. Something, Give me some paper towels. <laughs> something that someone said this week, it might have been Jericho or I, I don't know if it was Jericho or, or Mox or someone, but uh, they said that AEW, they just don't have writers. They have a booker. They say, "Okay, you're winning the match. You're losing the match. All right, you have you have a three minute promo." Oh, I believe them. Yeah. After watching Miro show up on AEW with his promo, yeah, I believe them. Yeah. So, it's like wherever these storylines go, it's pretty much just character driven, which is interesting. Like, like we know the Mimosa Mayhem match was Jericho's idea because he's an alcoholic, right? And it, but it made perfect sense. You got orange and bubbly, right? So and he's an alcoholic, which is fine. Right. He just has to admit that he has a problem. Right, right. There's nothing um, wrong with that. No, I know plenty of alcoholics who are upstanding individuals. Indeed, they just admit that they have a problem. Right, and so and it's okay to have a problem as long as you know how to handle and, and deal with it and manage it. That's it. I think manage is is really the best uh, phrasing. For that. You're right. Um. So back to Matt Hardy. I'm glad he's okay. He appeared he on. Fine. He appeared on Dynamite and was basically. He didn't say he's not cleared right now, but he said once he said he will be cleared, eventually. And when he's cleared, he's coming for the AEW World Title. Oh boy! Right. <laughs> maybe I think that's maybe we should get him checked out. <laughs> See, maybe you should see our doctors. Do we have doctors? Uh, well, no. <laughs> do you because... have a doctor? Yeah, I have a uh... a PCP. Yeah, I do have a PCP, and uh, I keep trying to get it prescribed, <laughs> but will not prescribe me PCP. I don't know why, but the there's laws in I, this country. I guess so. It's disgusting, really. Mm. Unbelievable. So, Matt Hardy, whatever, you know, put some ice on it and and chill. He's probably like, man, I've been falling off of things since I was a fetus. Don't even worry about it. Like, I feel like if the camera was closer, we would have heard the thunk of his head. I don't like that. I think it will be like the, it's like, it's like a slapping noise. Sometimes. Sometimes, right? Yeah. Like, like, like when that's it, when, when it's it, okay. When it's the head, you actually, I think when it's the head, the slapping noise is worse because that is kind of like the sound of cracking. You know, I uh, I feel really uncomfortable right now. Yeah, <laughs> Re- Revy even even um shared a a screenshot of texts that she sent Matt, and mm-hmm. she she basically said, "What the fuck? You practically cleared that table." <laughs> so, I, yeah, the table probably should have been a little further back. To protect his head, or maybe you should have been double table. You know what? That that might have been uh, the the plan to do that, but or not? I don't think so. <laughs> I think I think, ul- I think ultimately it was a little too high and a little too concrete. It's like can they not? Can Matt not have like a regular match with uh, Guevara? No, this is a blood feud. Oh. Uh. No, I mean, like, could they just not <laughs> wrestle a regular match? Have they tried that before? I don't know if they have. Oh, okay. I, I think the first time they met in a match was the Stadium Stampede. Interesting. 
All right. Which gave well, us some of the best memes. Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens uh, once uh, Sammy G returns from uh, his sleep. Mm. I think he's still sleeping on those mattresses that he fell into. Oh, maybe he's happier with uh, that sleep number. You know, I made a joke yes, is very important. It is. Like, man, I made a joke about, you know, because he landed on, he blatantly landed on matches, and I made a joke yesterday about the sleep number, the sleep number, and this one being a different sleep number, and completely forgot it. That's okay, buddy. I guess that's par for the course. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The man who simply forgot. Per your intro. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, moving on from Matt Hardy, who we do wish well. I want him to get better soon. Don't. We don't like to see craft. He says he's fine. And it wasn't until Dynamite that they're like, yeah, look at my other baby. I'm like, what are you you doing? You already have a tag team. Will we go for trios now? Maybe one of them is going to be the manager. Maybe. So, moving on from Matt Hardy, uh, WWE announced on Twitter that Ivar, quote, suffered a cervical injury. During During the the match. Yeah, during the eight-man tag match. And I, I saw, like, he... He didn't really look like he landed weird, but like he landed, rolled over, and then frantically threw up the X. Did you see that? Did you catch that? Yeah, like, I, I I never at saw. First, I'm like DX. No, he's I, hurt. Yeah, I never saw a wrestler throw up the X themselves. I don't think that makes it more legit because that means he's in a lot of pain. I guess. Yeah, at first I was like, all right, did his? Because I was watching his feet. I was like, did his left foot land wrong? Did it twist? I was looking at that because. Because, like, he dives out head first, but somehow, I guess, um, hashtag athleticism or something, he gets his legs under him to catch him, which I, which I imagine is good because you don't want to land face first. I imagine. So uh, You'd be right. Right. So, so like, he, his body and arms hit the opponents, his feet land, and he drops, and he throws up the X. So cervical, they're talking about the spine. Um, someone on on social media somewhere suggested maybe he suffered a stinger, which is where you briefly either lose feeling or um, can't move part part of your body. Usually, like either below the waist or worse. Uh, but, he's but the handsome fellow with the chicken power, right? Yes, he is. Okay. Tur- turkey, turkey. Sorry, turkey like. So, um. They, they didn't confirm specifically what kind of cervical injury it was or whatever. He's since tweeted, you know, but not giving any specifics, just sort of like, thanks for the well wishes, blah, blah, blah. So no real updates on his condition. So we hope he's okay. I'm sure he'll be fine. Those Vikings, man, you they, they, they you know, they get stabbed <laughs> a lot. Uh, you know, ra- raiding and pillaging, it's not, a, it's not easy. You know, it's, it takes a toll. Really, yeah, especially when you're chased by ninjas and fall in dumpsters with giant crocodiles in them. Well, at least he doesn't have to worry about getting food. You just just carb uh, turkey up, you know. Mm. Yum, yum. So WWE also announced a new podcast called Uncool with Alexa Bliss, where she interviews celebrities to discuss how uncool they were before they were famous. What a concept. Supposedly, it's going to be funny. Oh, supposedly? I like that. I hope it will be funny. I think it's it will. A, like, if it's not funny, it's sad. 
exactly. it can only be one of two <laughs> things. So we're hoping for funny. Um, oh, I didn't write it down here. So the first trailer for Dune was released. Did you see it? It's is it pronounced Dune or Dune? I can't properly even explain the difference. I'm I hear there's Dune. books. There are books. I didn't see the trailer, but I know Batista's in it. Yeah, they which showed. Which is Bat- why you're talking about it. Yeah, they show Batista in the trailer twice. That means he's in it twice. Right. He didn't speak, <laughs> but now he's playing an alien. However, should I be upset that he's in whiteface? No. Okay. I just wanted to check. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> closing the door on privilege there. All right. There you go. Um So I can't I can't even say how well he acted in the role at all cuz it's a preview. Right. You have to watch a movie. You can't judge somebody on a preview. What are you a plebe? Well, sometimes you sometimes you can see a preview for a movie and just be like, "Wow, that is just bad." Reference. Yeah, but you're rarely people. like, wow, that is good. No, yeah, you're right. So, so we don't know. I mean, no, there's just there's no telling. Do, um, do, but do you watch Momo- a lot of Netflix? I watch some. Do, do you ever like try to find a TV show or something, and like instead of like you know the old school like trailer type preview, it's just a small part of the movie that's not telling you anything. Mm. It'll just be like two people talking. It's like, why am I watching this? Yeah, I hate that. Like, stop being lazy. But yeah, you were saying something about uh, Jason Momoa? <coughs> yeah, he's also in it. Oh, interesting. So Aquaman and Drax are in the same movie. Yes. It's a... Uh, wait. Yeah, that's... No, those are both Marvel, right? Okay, so yeah, Aquaman, Aquaman is from DC. Aquaman is DC, okay. Okay. All right. All right. right. (laughs) The same guy who didn't even know what the cosmic cube was. You suck. I was. I'm just used to the to the word tesseract. Were you a Marvel guy or DC guy? I was a Marvel guy. That makes it even worse. Listen, I (laughs) when I was reading Marvel, I didn't see a single word about tesseract. I love you, like fumbling around. Like, uh, don't come after me. I know you do. <laughs> I, I remember, like, just after I, or maybe just before, around the time I started, I really got really heavily into comics, uh, was when the Infinity Wars were happening. A lot of people got in with that, which is good, because it's a really great story. It is, and I don't think it was, it, was so, it wasn't so much a story, it was sort of like, like, that's just when I started getting into comics. I was, I want to say, maybe... 12 or 13, maybe? It's easier with that with some people because it's like all the characters in the storyline. Yeah, like exactly. Like all the cool characters. So, so, if you're, so if you're a Spider-Man fan, it's in there. If you're an X-Men fan, it's in there. If you're like Avengers, it's in there. It's Because it was the entire Marvel Universe. I never cared True for Doctor that. Strange. Never cared for it. Didn't see the movie yet. But, you know, you know how that goes. Indeed. So, moving back to wrestling news. Gerald Briscoe confirmed on Twitter that he got a call from Vince McMahon earlier this week notifying him of his release. You're released. I think they said he's he's yeah, he, after 36 years. 36 years, bro. That's like your life. Almost as old as me. Yeah. 
That's crazy. Uh, Matt Boone of Raja and other sites that he pours himself out to reports that Mike Rotunda and Sarah Stock were also released this week, as well as the authors of Pain. I don't know if we mentioned that last week. And 60 other staffers unnamed. Except for one writer for, like, the website or something. Dude. It's okay. You know, AOP. I think we did discuss AOP. I think I was saying, like, maybe New Japan or uh, All Elite WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see them and uh, go in there and uh, cut, cut the usual promo. Brass rig, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> Not for nothing. Like, AEW has some good tag team talent. I don't see AOP not ripping the shit out of each one of them, though, if they go there. Well, it depends on booking, like, how they feel about them. Mm-hmm. You know, because the tag division is really the Young Bucks. Like, I'm pretty sure they control all that stuff. Super kick party! Yeah, what with them being the greatest tag team of all time in history. <laughs> did you watch, the uh, world. Did you watch Dynamite? Yeah, I watched Dynamite. I watched it just before this podcast because I had to watch SmackDown and Dynamite this morning. Do you feel bad for Alex Marvez? Uh, no. But I, <laughs> I, I like how they got five five thousand dollars each for assaulting a non wrestling talent. Mm-hmm. But Sammy Guevara says something stupid on a podcast when he was twenty, and he's suspended for a month, and he's not getting paid. And he has to go to, like, some stupid rehab thing. Yeah, well, one's storyline and one's real. Doesn't matter. You could suspend them for doing that. You should be discouraging assaulting people who aren't wrestlers. True. Like, I don't care about Alex Marvez one way or the other. If that is that his name, Alex? Yeah. I don't care about him, but you gotta be like... I like set consistencies. And you know what? You make a good point. If if you're using, if this storyline, why say five? Why why not say fifty thousand dollars each? Yeah, like you could make any number. It's like, oh, I guess five thousand dollars each is a lot for the young bucks, <laughs> but uh, MJF can apparently uh, handle paying Wardlow. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> Well, I guess because... So, wait a second. Aren't the Young Bucks also like executives? Yeah. So what's $5,000 to them? Nothing. Probably. This is... Well, I think this is one of those let's wait and see because maybe they're trying to do their... Hold on, this is the Bucks. Hey, Tony, can I borrow five grand? Sure. There you go. So it's a wash. (laughs) But what I'm saying is like... Shit, I lost my thought. Sorry. Damn it. It's all right. It was probably stupid anyway. <laughs> oh, oh, like maybe they're trying to like do their like slowly building up to their own their own corporate angle. Mm. But, you know, who knows? It's like why A E O. But here's the thing. Why are they bad at Marvez? Why'd they kick him? There's no reason. They won their match. Yeah, he knocked on the door twice. Oh no. Knocked on the door twice, so he gets kicked for one kick from each of them. Mm-hmm. Well, well, apparently their kicks are for shit, so I guess that's why. 
That's why it's only five thousand. Yeah, because they have to kick you eighty times before it equals like two kicks. Exactly. (laughs) Hmm. So, can you tell I don't like them? Yeah. (laughs) So here is where. Let me skip this for a moment. For a moment, because I want to. I want to close with this. You gotta put a pin on it. Yeah. It'll be the next. So a federal appeals court recently dismissed the concussion lawsuit that was filed against WWE again on behalf of former talents, including Jimmy Snuka, Rower Animal, Paul Wonder of King Kong Bundy, and Mr. Fuji. Interesting. <coughs> Wait, are they all dead? I don't think Mr. Fuji is. Oh, for Paul some Orndorf reason I thought he was. Paul Orndorff isn't. All right, good. I'm glad he's alive. Paul Orndorff has the best mustache ever. He does. They should just call that the Paul Orndorff. They should. I like. I wish I was man enough to grow that mustache. I don't like. I don't have the facial structure for it. He's got like the longer face. Yeah, Mister Fuji's been dead for four years. Oh, he died August twenty eighth, twenty sixteen. Rip, Mister Fuji. And he's five ten. I can't <laughs> believe it. He's an inch taller than me. Wow. Interesting. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> so I got a topic after this, but I I, I got to talk about this Marty Janetti thing. Oh, here we go. This is great. <laughs> I know so, all about this. Yes, tell so, us. So anyone that has been paying attention to anything going on in wrestling for the past six months, eight months, whatever, knows that Marty Janetti said something on social media that was seemed like he was admitting to have killed and killed someone and buried them in the woods or in a river somewhere. The Chattahoochee River. The Chattahoochee River, that's right. (laughs) So now he's saying, wow, I can't believe that worked. I worked you all. Essentially. This is crazy. Wow, I feel like such a mark. This is, well, first of all, he's crazy. I think he's crazy. Like if you if you read, which I'm sure you did, if you read his post, he doesn't sound he's like even this doesn't sound like it's written by someone who's has all their marbles. So he says, quote, It was just the beginning of a damn wrestling storyline, but oh my god, oh my god, didn't the world buy it? I never knew it could be that easy. I mean, Inside Edition, whom I'm a fan of, even though they slant slash favor Democrat, People Magazine, TMZ, Fox News, that fake-ass National Enquirer, and all major news outlets worldwide jumped on this story. Yeah, you said you made a man disappear. Whether you're talk whether you're talking some like David Blaine shit or some David Koresh shit or whatever, like that's not David Koresh, I just couldn't think of another of like a murderer David. But you know what I mean. Like, I was gonna say David Lee Roth, but I'm like, oh no, that's not that's not it. <laughs> no, only his career disappeared and far too late. Because he had already Indeed. he had already ruined that band. But anyway. <laughs> I hate it. I know. <laughs> like, like in music, in music, in the music world, Dave Lee Roth is like almost my Vince Russo. Wow, that's almost deep. Like, like there's I 
Listen, no. we have a lot of show. You we do. can't just dig too deep into your hatred. It sends you to a dark place. Then it you does. spiral. I it gotta does, bring you back. I, I got. I got. I got to remember all this shit. And that. Exactly. Your brain starts to fart. You forget the last three <coughs> weeks of wrestling, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. So, so he says he got texts and calls from like from all these different countries. I don't know why. I guess he means people from these countries. I don't think the entire country. I don't think the whoever is the ruler of the country, Germany and Japan and Australia messaged him or texted him or called him. He, Kim like he Jong said, texted him the other day and said, hey, I hope you're okay, buddy. Yeah, he, sa- he says, uh, my TSA, quote, my TSA security brother's mostly laughing and getting autographs and saying, we're sorry, yo, we have to, you're red flagged. You'll be fine, though. We got your back, brother. <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> now, we're wrestling fans. Yes, we are. Fads is what we are. This podcast is testament to that. So, let's say a casual fan. Someone that, like, when we meet them, oh, I have a wrestling podcast. Oh, yeah, I used to watch wrestling, you know, back in the day, blah, blah, blah. All right, cool. Would one of those guys Hey, what's Marty Jannetty doing? Yeah, A, they don't give a show what Marty Jannetty's doing. B, they probably don't remember his name. C, would they really recognize him now? I... I don't think so. I I'm, I have a hard time recognizing people when they're right in front of me. <laughs> like, it's like, if I, I don't know, you're just TV different. Like, one time, one time I was at Comic-Con, and I was sitting watching this panel for this TV show, The Librarians, and Jerry O'Connell was sitting right next to me. Hmm. And I, it took me a second to recognize him. <laughs> I was like, Hey, I saw you on the television. <laughs> He's wearing a Jets hat. Hmm. It's like yeah, he, a regular dude. Yeah, for anyone that doesn't recognize him, he's the guy that's in all those bad shows. <laughs> Starting with My Secret Identity, which I hated, in case you couldn't tell. But, yeah, well, you, you hate a lot. There's a lot you have hate. a lot of hate in your there's heart. A, there's a lot of hate coming out this week, I feel like. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right, I didn't mean to bring that up. But, yeah, it's hard for me to recognize people sometimes. It's like, because, you know, back in the late 80s or early 90s or whenever it was, the thing was, like, there weren't DVRs, and if you didn't have cable, there weren't a lot of channels. So you had to, if, so if you if you were watching TV, you had to watch the least worst thing on. And in that time slot was My Secret Identity. You know what else you could do? Read a book. I wasn't into reading them. <laughs> I think I read, like, the same, like, Two or three of the same Hardy Boys books over and over and over for book reports for school. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it, it got to the point where I kind of, I just like wrote from memory rather than actually rereading it. Is that why you weren't too uh, keen on the Hardy Boys as wrestlers? <laughs> no. no <it's> okay. Not. <laughs> I was like, why are they taking the names from the Mystery Brothers? They don't solve and yeah, that's one thing. I'm like, hey, these guys don't solve any mysteries. They just jump off things, <laughs> and they they wear like really tight mesh clothing, and I don't know why. They don't dress anything like the Hardy Boys. Yeah, I always imagine the Hardy Boys in like just like a you know, like a regular button down flannel, like a cardigan. No cardigan, just a button. Down. Okay. Anyway, Mario Gennetti. Thinks these TSA people. Well, I guess they recognize him probably because his name came up, and they had to check his ID and everything. I think I believe him. 
he said the Columbus PD had to like get involved and like they had to start investigating it and like well yeah yeah so he called him he's like listen it's, it's just a work I don't know if they believe him cause I'm pretty sure anyone could say that like yo I'm a wrestler it's I didn't actually kill that person hey can I ask you a question yes. uh, relating to this podcast now what you're talking are you looking at what are you looking at right now I'm looking at the article for this. Okay. But usually I'm looking at my notes. Alright, just making sure. Because, like, I watch the... I watch Audacity to make sure nothing's coming out that shouldn't. Mm-hmm. So I'm just making sure that, like, when I'm talking to you, uh, you're not, like, picking up stuff that you shouldn't. Like, you shouldn't be picking me up mm. at all. So... Just, just throw that out there in case there's an echo of the podcast first. I will kill you. But you can. It, yeah, but it, it should overlap exactly. Therefore, it won't be heard. Yeah. Hmm. I. Well. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll still sound. <coughs> never mind. I'm not even going to argue with you because you don't listen. Uh, <laughs> in the article, he talks about like the he was. He has a friend that's a corrections officer, and it was going to be that he was going to, like, earn his stripes by bringing Marty Jannetty in. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, this is a better storyline than Retribution. This is pretty good. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it sounds like a decent idea. It sounds like a decent, like, indie idea. Yeah. Like, it's nothing that WWE could actually pull off without looking hokey. Right. You know, which is which is weird, I guess. Well, I guess so. Yeah, that makes sense. Because like a major company trying to pull off something silly like this, it's like uh, you look you, you look like you're trying something. I don't know what, but you're trying something. But on the indies, it's like, oh, this is major storyline. Yeah, but eh, retribution is stupid, and I hate it. I hate it even more now that they have a logo. Yeah, oh, you guys. I, I, I didn't wow. know they had a logo. Yeah, it's like it, it. First of all, I didn't finish Raw. I had to see it on the internet. Mm. Like it's like on the screens. It's like Retribution. Like it looks almost like NWO, but not really. Mm. Like you could probably pull it up if you want. I saw to. something that didn't stick in my brain though. It's okay. I guess I, I guess I didn't really associate it with the logo. I was trying to focus on what they were saying, but. So, that's Marty Jannetty. One last thing. Mm-hmm. This is more of a topic. Ooh. And there was, there was an interview with Finn Balor recently. And I want to quote something that he said here. I guess actually two things. Uh, first, he says, I think the return to NXT has helped me protect not only Finn and the Prince, but my own integrity and also the Demon. I feel the way we used it, talking about the face paint, we kind of used it as a bit of a crutch. As cool as the Demon was, it was making Finn less cool in the sense that Finn would get his ass kicked and then the demon would come and save the day. That makes sense because the demon's undefeated. Right. Wait. Oh, no. The Fiend beat him. <laughs> oh, no. The Fiend beat Finn Balor. Never mind. They never had that. They never got to do that. Right. So, so then he says, um, I think I've developed so much more in the last 11 months in NXT than I have in maybe the previous four or five years. I'm sure when we'll get back to the Demon versus Braun Strowman, the Demon versus Bray Wyatt, the Demon versus Brock Lesnar, 
But, you know, there's a time and place for that. And right now, I'm very much focused on NXT. I'm very much focused on being true to myself and what I believe I should be doing. So, that's cool that he's leaving it open to go back to the main roster to have these fresh matches after spending more time in NXT and sort of, like, growing more as a competitor. Um, but what he said about the demon sort of making Finn look weak. Less cool. Right. Now, what about the Fiend and Bray Wyatt? Because we're kind of seeing that same parallel where Bray Wyatt will lose a match, but not it's just so Bray much. Wyatt. Right. Exactly. So it's like, we, we know he always has the Fiend in his back pocket ready to come and, you know, stick his fingers down someone's throat. Well, I think the Fiend doesn't i think the demon sold more than the fiend did i think yeah so there's that difference uh i because here's the thing the fiend doesn't make bray wyatt less cool because the firefly funhouse it keeps bray wyatt cool you understand like fid balor is just the guy with the jacket it says, look at my dick. You know, that's him. That's him. Look at my dick. You know, he just goes out there. You know, he's got the cool music. He's got the jacket. He opens the jacket. He's on the apron. He's like, look at my dick. You know, but but Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, he's like, we're all glad that you're our friends. And this is a friendship that'll never, ever end. You know, he's got the, the fun house. He's got the Firefly fun house. He's got that character, which in itself is its own attraction. It's a big difference. Right. Which is something we have to talk about. Because we had the debut of a new character. Oh, I gotta go to SmackDown for that. That kind of let me down a little bit. Um, yeah. I was expecting something else, but then it's like, I get it, I guess. Yeah. They're doing something different with that. I was expecting Alexa Bliss. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're doing something different with that, with the sister Abigail on Nikki Cross. Yeah. So it was supposed to be Pasquale the Persevering Parrot. No, Pigeon. Why did I write Parrot? I thought it was Parrot. Because maybe at one point, uh, Mercy the Buzzard's like Polly wanna something, mm. and you do that with a parrot. True. I thought I remember Why him saying you put pigeon, pigeon, but I wrote parrot. No, I wrote parrot, but I remember him saying pigeon. I think you like pigeons. I don't. Yeah, you shouldn't. They're dirty, filled with disease. They are. They're rats with wings and beaks. Did I ever tell you I used to have them in my house? Really. That's terrible. When I was when I was growing up, when I was living in Cody, for some reason my uncle had pigeons. Oh, maybe he was like one of those guys that like had a coop. Yeah, but like in his room. Were they in a coop or were they just hanging they were out just in the room? Flying open? around. That's weird. Yeah. Anyway, that was right, bird so shit anyway. Your, this is your uncle, you said. Yes. Your uncle was a weird guy. He still is, probably. I Mom, don't know. Mom's brother, I guess. Yeah, you've met him before. Jeez, it had to have been freaking like 15 years ago. It's a long time ago. It was here, I think. Oh, really? Were you here for that? I don't remember. doesn't matter. Listen, <laughs> neither here nor there. Listen, if you don't remember, you can't expect me to remember. I'm having a hard time because you said 15 years, and I'm like, uh, uh. Anyway, uh, the parrot was dead because he didn't put holes, and I knew that's what was going to happen. Because it didn't come out right away. Yeah. 
for a second, I thought Huskis maybe ate it, but like the way it would be Huskis would have feathers on his face. But yeah, Huskis anyway. was sitting a little weird. Yeah, I, I guess it's because he was terrified because the thing was dead yeah. and he didn't know how uh, Bray was going to react to it. Right. So instead, we get Puppet Vince come out, and I don't remember his reasoning, but he introduced a special advisor for the Funhouse, the Wobbly Walrus. Well, actually, he didn't, because Vince came out, and he was pissed because the thing was dead, and he told him he's gonna, you gotta, you gotta get this straightened out or whatever, or else you're fired. And he told him about. Uh, he introduced him. The, yeah, the, yeah, Vin, the Vince puppet. The Vince, Vince puppet. Introduced, that's why I said. I feel like you weren't paying attention to that part. I thought you said that Bray Wyatt. No, had introduced I said, I said him. Puppet Vince comes out, and I don't remember why, but he introduces the Wobbly Walrus. Can you catch Alzheimer's through the internet? <laughs> no. No. All right, because I'm having a panic attack. Because <laughs> I didn't hear that, and I'm sitting, I'm literally doing nothing but staring at my fucking audacity. That's why, maybe. You used to play oh. Fortnite while you record. Maybe. That doesn't make any sense. Your mind right. just blanked at the the waveforms. I don't want to have to read when I watch the Firefly Funhouse is my point. Because mm. you can barely hear him, and he has subtitles. Wait, who can you barely hear? The walrus. You didn't notice that his voice is like really badly like yeah, 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 audioed, had... and you have to read what he says. Yeah. forgot that. Yeah, well, cause mainly because I saw it this morning, so I have a bit of an advantage. Maybe they just. I wonder if maybe they just didn't, like, uh, properly voice him yet. Maybe. I wonder if that was like a last minute thing that they decided to do because of the parrot. But I don't know. Maybe not because those are pre-recorded. Well, so. I actually, I actually saw a headline that like earlier, much earlier this week, they applied for a trademark for or copyright or whatever for Wobbly Walrus. Oh, here come the flush toys. Yeah, let me see where that was. How far back? SomeMarksBasement.com Says on September 1st, they filed that trademark. Interesting. Okay. So, full nine days before SmackDown aired. Well, it makes sense. I don't think this Fiend Roman Reigns thing is, is done. Let's just hold on while I beat the shit out of my cousin. Yeah. Whoop his ass as, uh... The reigning defending yeah, chief. I, I, I feel like the I feel like he's doing reigning to annoy us. I think that's yeah. Well, that's Paul Heyman. You know, he always does stuff like that. It's very smart of him to do because it's more like more heat. It's like reigning. They're really shoving him down our throats now. Yeah, and 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 it keeps keeps it fully separate from Brock. Yeah, who is a free agent slash just chilling <coughs> right he's, now. He's hunting. Hunting. Doing a little farming, probably, because he has a farm, I guess. Something. Oh, so that's all for the NRBs. Slash little bit of SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. Also, the headline here sa- uh, says that Miz, actually, it was his idea to move Mandy to Raw. So that 
Otis would be less distracted? That's stupid. I don't know. Like, here's the thing. First of all, if they don't kayfabe this, I'm going to be very annoyed. Mm-hmm. You're just going to drop the storyline? Unless it's like that storyline-wise, Miz got her moved and just to hurt Otis. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what he means. Like, why does he need to focus? Because he's got to concentrate on his stupid little hide the contract inside the briefcase thing. Silly. And once again, Tucker's like, we got to get these guys. And he's like, don't even worry about it. And he's still, <laughs> at least this time it was a little bit earlier. It's like, it's here. Mm-hmm. It's fine. So I don't know why he's trying to eat the contract. Maybe that's the next step to keep it safe. Well, it probably tasted like his lunch. But there's nothing in there. But maybe there was. Previously. Okay. Sure. Whatever. And, and it smelled like it smelled like his pastrami sandwich, so he wanted to He's taste putting some of paper pastrami. in his mouth. He's a freaking he's a giant bushwhacker. <laughs> he's a what goat. he is. A goat. Not the goat, he's a goat. Yeah. You're saying? I don't know. Damn I don't know it. why I don't know why. I even thought that could be legit. So apparently the Miz has a lawyer that says there's loopholes when you get the contract. Like he could do something when he has the contract. What, like right on it? Like what are you talking about here? I don't know. I don't know a lot of legalese, but that sounds made up. Like does he need to see the like the fine print of the contract? Because maybe there's, you can find a loophole if you know what it says. Yeah. Yeah, I think, th- I think that's what he was uh, saying. Oh, like, I guess he didn't memorize his when he had it. Yeah, because it looks like it's just a one-page contract. It is. Which means, you know, it, it's gonna be, there's going to be some generic to it, some boilerplate, as they say. I really hope they don't take, the con- they don't take it from him. Just let him fail to cash it in, or just let it expire, but don't do it where it just, he just it gets stolen. You know, I think I, I think I think that might be what they're doing because there's only so many times that Ms. Morrison going to take one of his things and have it be in the other. I think, yeah, it's just leading to it. Yeah, they're going to take both. They're going to get the briefcase and the lunchbox, and it's got to be one of them. And they're going to find out that the contract is actually in his singlet. Maybe, or you know? at, at that point, Tucker will be like. Alright, Otis, where did you stash it this time? And then Otis is the one freaking out. Or, he's going to say, where would you stash it this time? And he's going to pull it out of Tucker's singlet. That would like be some kind of weird David Blaine shit. <laughs> it's two David Blaine mentions. So. I know, I was just on, your, on track with you, buddy. Crazy. So, I don't know. Like, because Miz reminded me that the briefcase literally just fell into Otis's hands. So? And I'm like, so let's look at the past three Universal Champions. You got Roman Reigns current. Hell yeah. You had Braun Strowman, and you had The Fiend. Or maybe reverse order, it doesn't matter. These are all very hard champions to beat. Yeah. With or without the briefcase, I kind of don't see it happening. I mean, there's still time for the contract to lapse. Exactly. 
I think they're just waiting until we forget about it. Like right now, it's in our eye. It's in the zeitgeist, as you will, if you will. So who knows? You know, we'll see. But I think they really try to get... Oh, wait a second. All right. Follow me here. Okay. We were thinking a couple of weeks ago that this <coughs> might be what's behind Retribution. Mm-hmm. But that was before we found out that maybe Retribution, a rogue element, is strictly raw. Right. So there goes that theory. I thought maybe, like, it was going to be he was in charge of Retribution and they were going to mess up the champion and he just, with his stolen contract, cash it in and steal the championship. Well, I mean, that's still on the table. But it can't be on the table for SmackDown. But why why can you only face the champ of your show? Did they say that this time? Yeah, but Retribution is on Raw. So that could be how Miz moves to Raw. Okay. Okay, hold on a second. Never mind. For some reason, I thought I asked about that one time, and you're like, no, it has to be the show you're on. (laughs) It must have been something else we were talking about. Well, here's the thing. They... They seem to change the rules like every time. To suit the storyline. Right. So you could do... I guess you could do that. Maybe moving Mandy to Raw was part of the plan. Hmm. I don't know. Or maybe she's just moving to Raw because there's not a lot of... Like... Women wrestlers there. When you think about it. Hmm. Then again, it's like... Who's on SmackDown except... Like, we saw Tamita and, like, the Fatal 4-Way. Like, everybody, every woman was in there that, except for Naomi. Yeah. So. SmackDown's the Fatal 4-Way, Bailey, Sasha, Naomi. Right. By the way, Interesting. I'm, I'm guessing Sasha is officially SmackDown now. Definitely. No, she, she always was. Yeah, always. She yes. always was. She became, when she became Raw Champion, she was on Raw too. I feel I feel like that's a move to Raw. No, but it's I, not. But I guess not. But again, they're just gonna write in whatever they want. Exactly. But uh, continuity wise, she was she made her return on SmackDown. She was a SmackDown superstar. Yeah. And then the whole thing with Oscar. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I digress. Uh, maybe that was through that thing that they bring up randomly where somebody can wrestle on another brand if they want. Yeah, the... The cross-brand invitational or whatever. Yes, that's the one, which can happen once per quarter, they're saying. Whatever they decide that quarter is, because I don't even remember what it happened. A quarter or what? quarter of my memory? Exactly. <laughs> so now the Street Profits and uh, the, the, the new bar, N-U-B-A-R, <laughs> are gonna be... Tussling on Monday Night Raw coming up Monday. Shinzaro. Yeah, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Two guys thrown together who can. One of them speaks good English, the other one not so much. It's okay. He, these, he, these four ropes. He, he could say the smoke. Oh, that's These guy. four ropes. <laughs> Are you referring to Cesaro as one that can't speak English? Hey, Montez Ford speaks perfectly good English. <laughs> he's just. He's so hype. He he did fumble a bit this week, which I'm okay with because yeah. he's, he's like he's normally flawless. He, so. Some people say turn it up to eleven. He he turns it up to eleven hundred. Yep. 
which is great. They're so good. Yeah. When we they saw, want the smoke. When we saw them at Evolve, it was great. Dude, they were so. I got hyped because of them. Yep. Let me ask you a question. Did they officially squash the beef between Matt Riddle and Shorty G? I don't think so. I guess it must have happened off screen because Shorty G, Matt Riddle, and Gulak were partying with uh, the Street Profits. I saw that. You could barely see him. But Shorty G was behind Montez Ford. Hmm. Maybe they just needed a body. I don't know, but if you need a body, don't do that. There's True. other people. True. Like, if that's still a thing, it's still a thing. But then again, most people probably don't pay attention. <laughs> Champions Lounge. Yeah, how about that? I think they're the only champions in there, usually. Yeah, it's it's basically their locker room. And, and, and Sami Zayn that time. Yeah, that he got kicked out. So I like so the, much popcorn. Yes, I like the Sami Zayn thing. It works. It makes sense. It's annoying, and I know why they're doing it because it's annoying. Mm-hmm. But it also makes sense. He never lost the championship. I I didn't. I don't even remember him wrestling on WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, he wrestled Daniel Bryan. Right, I don't remember. I know. Because we both picked Daniel Bryan. Makes sense. <laughs> Makes so sense. this is definitely going to lead to like a triple threat match between them, right? Oh, yeah. And I guess Sammy A is going to steal the win by pinning Hardy. That's the only way I can think about it to work. It's fine by me. And I like how if Sammy Zay is the real Intercontinental Champion, how come he doesn't have plates in his belt? Oh, I didn't notice that. I did. I was paying. I was, I was looking straight at his belt the whole time, and I'm like, "Oh, maybe that's the way it is." I'm like, "No, it's not." And then I look at Hardy's. I'm like, "He has plates." So you don't. You're not. The, you're not the real Intercontinental Champion, because that's the actual belt, the one that Hardy has, mm-hmm. because it has plates. Yours had plates, and you had to leave it, and they changed the plates twice already. Yeah, that's fail. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure the You're real, real one, chip, you have plates. I'm sure the real one he has at home. Mm-mm. Yeah, they let him keep the the first one they get. Well, yeah, but and no plates. Was, it's not this, the belt. Yeah, this was a... You bought that shit on shopww.com. They're like, here's a spare. Yeah, right? But it's yeah, so Just take light. this. It's so light. I know, right? Because you're not the real champion. I like how that dude came out. I was like, listen, you got to go. You you, you <laughs> get out of here. You gotta oh, get out. Adam of here. Pierce. Yeah, you, you, you keep calling him that dude. That dude, man. I listen. He's just that dude. He has. Uh, what's his official title? He's a producer. All right, that dude. Listen. <laughs> he produces. I know segment. you're very defensive extra- of producers, but listen. They have jobs. Okay, that dude. He's on TV. Obviously, he has a job. His job is to make sure his segment goes off without a hitch. He plans the segment. He runs the segment. Oh, okay. You interfere with his segment, he's going to interfere with you. And that's what he did. I could respect that. With two rando security guards who just looked like they didn't want to touch Sammy. I I respect that. Well, he asked them not to touch him. Yeah, but if the guy that you're trying to get backstage asks you not to touch you, 
Well, if he's cooperating and asking not to be touched, then you don't have to touch him. He's cooperating. That's fair enough. See, what you don't resist and you cooperate, they don't have to touch you. That's it. Before this conversation goes down a hole. I'm not going down the hole. I'm just telling you what I saw at SmackDown. That's You're true, trying to take true. me there. I'm just I'm telling the to, truth. I'm trying to avoid it. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. Listen, you're not you're not winning any prizes here. Good. So this leggy blonde. It's I- Carbella. For some reason I'm thinking Carbella. It's the it's the whole like her dress thing. Which basically is a tablecloth, kinda. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, I think it's Carbella with new hair. And she's not as dark. Like, I think that it might be her. Because I don't know if Chelsea Green will work as a blonde. Maybe she could, but I don't know why she should be. She doesn't have to be blonde. Yeah, Carmella has done, like, long extensions like that in the past, so. Yeah, I think it might be her. Like, I, I think I recognize that Tommy. Mm-hmm. I'm just guessing here. I don't stare that hard, but maybe maybe I recognize it. But listen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's entirely possible it's her. It's entirely possible it's not her. But let this be the last time they try this gimmick. Yeah. Because they tried this. Do you remember? Lana? They tried to do a thing before that. It was... It was Eva Marie, mm. then Lana, and now this. Because they wanted it Liv one Morgan. time to be Emma. Yeah, Liv Morgan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Emma, Liv Morgan, Eva Marie. What are we doing? <laughs> this is your last chance. Crazy. It's like they, can't, they just can't think of anything else. Oh, the Emmeline. I believe they were going for. Yeah. And she just wasn't playing along. It's like, yeah, I don't want to do this. I'm a wrestler. Yeah, so... Which I, I can respect that. She, but she didn't say that to popping Bubbles. And dancing. Well, that's like... She's trying to get her... Well, you're on NXT. You know. <laughs> well, that's where it started. I guess she thought maybe she can, like, grow. I, th- I, I, th- I think Emma was in NXT and WWE a couple years too early. Like, if it was closer to when the revolution started, mm. I think she would have... She'd still be around. They wouldn't try that shit with her, and she'd be kicking ass. That's my guess. Yeah. But it's alright. She's in a better place. Mm-hmm. So, did you hear Bailey? Refer to herself as, uh... Two Bells Banks? Yeah. I'm Two Bells Banks now! <laughs> Great. I, I figured it was like a flub. Yeah. But it's fine. You can do that. Mm-hmm. The chairwoman, as I call her. It's mm. <laughs> good. She'll never good, do it. It's a good promo. I'm glad that, uh... Sasha Banks didn't show up. I'm glad that she'll be out for a little bit. Just Let long her enough sell. To... Yeah. Yeah. Unlike Cody Rhodes... I'm sorry, Cody. Yeah, Cody. <sighs> Cody. Yeah, killed by the Dark Order. Hey, guys, you can watch me on this show. Yeah. Oh, God. I guess he didn't beat you up, that bad champ. That was bad. Yeah. I was like, all right, so he's got an announcement. 
Cool, let's hear it. And sell, shameless self-promotion. I'm going to be on... Someone in America somewhere might have some talent. Three. And and the winner just might be your new TNT champion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Here's another thing I was thinking about. We were watching uh, All Out. And I'm like... I could take my eyes on the fact that the current number one contender for the women's, the number one ranked woman for the women's championship for is, weeks. At, is at ringside, mm-hmm. just chilling. Not in and, any match on the card. Huh? Not, not in, in any, any match. match. And not one mention. Mm-hmm. They even mention her even during the match. Thunder Rosa versus uh, uh, Sheeta. Mm-hmm. Why? That's, up. That's something she should have mentioned on Dynamite. Yeah, it's like, it's really weird. And I, I don't know. For me, like, I'm like, I guess I'm a little old school. It's like, if you're top talent, you're not in the audience. Right. You're just not. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. Unless it's a storyline thing where you're scouting your opponent like a like a like Archer. Mm-hmm. And they made that obvious, but she's just there. Yeah. That's like I don't like to pick apart things too much. Well, yes, I do. <laughs> but that's kind of annoying. That's irritating. <coughs> it's like if I notice her, everybody's noticing her. Mm-hmm. She's there. What are we doing? Yeah. Is that how you treat your number one ranked Former uh, champ. Not a good look. It's not a good look. You got to treat the talent. What do you think of the uh, the weird interviews with uh, Tony Schiavone and Jr. respectively with uh, each each guy from uh, Hangman and uh, uh, Omega? Not team? too not too bad. I like the Hangman interview better. I feel like we learned more from it. Oh, that he's poison. Yeah. Even though, like, yeah, it's his... Damn it, I keep hearing myself. It's getting annoying. It's like, he is the one who got hurt. Like, Omega hit him with his move. Yeah. It's Omega's fault they lost that match. Yes, it's Hangman's fault that the FTR (laughs) became the number one contenders in the first place. Right, which is why Hangman didn't trust him. So the mistrust, I'm, I think he's trying to say, had some sort of bearing on the match itself. Maybe not the physical incident that caused him the match, but maybe some of the stuff they had done earlier. Well, that's why you got to live in the moment, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like what from his point of view is like, what's the alternative? Like if it was me, I would be like, listen. If if the Young Bucks were the best tag team in the world, they would be the tag team champions. Mm-hmm. We're the tag team champions. Yeah. That's what should have been stated before. They're the tag team champions. And maybe they don't feel, maybe maybe Hangman doesn't feel that, yeah, you know, they're friends or whatever. Maybe he doesn't think the Young Bucks are the best tag team in the world. And he wants to wrestle who he thinks might be the second best tag team in the world as an FTR. Mm-hmm. That might have been a little bit more interesting. I think that would have been. But it looks like they're turning the elite heel and he's going to be the face. Because it looks like, because 
Omega is a part of the elite. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's headed down the dark path. Yeah. Because he wants to do his thing. Mm-hmm. Like, he sh- he wanted to be the first champion. Mm-hmm. So, it's interesting. Yeah. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Yeah, like, some of the stuff that um, Omega said stood out in my mind a little bit. I feel like he didn't connect the thoughts or finish the thought enough. Um, but he said that, like, coming into... All Elite, he had he had this idea that he that he'd be the first uh, first world champion. He got distracted. He lost focus until he became a tag team with Hangman, and then they developed a chemistry and became one of the best tag teams in the world. Longest reigning tag team in AEW, right? Actually, longest reigning champions. Period. Yeah. And then this happened. So it makes sense that they go back to being singles after this. Yeah. They should definitely babyface Hangman. Because it looked like the opposite was going to be true. Mm -hmm. But... Because I... Like, I... I think... I don't know if he said it in the interview, Hangman. But, like, he thought that the revival... The FTR were like him. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like that kindred spirits, because yeah. they, you know, they talk like him and all that stuff. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna be a good team. It doesn't necessarily mean that like you're all on the same page. No, I know, but I'm just going from his point of view. <coughs> right. So, interesting, interesting developments going on with that. Was there anything else important? Um, obviously, Lance Archer, as we alluded to, he won the Casino Battle Royal. Man, Battle I Royale. really thought Cage was going to win it. But, you you, you know, you were right. Yeah, well, they're not going to give him the attempt that twice so close. Together. Yeah, we we were doing the math. We're like, okay. So, Seidel's in there. There's the Butcher and the Blade or whatever. Somebody else. Like, those, none of those guys are going to win this. Yeah. <laughs> Nice little slip there, you know. It's a lot of sweat, you know. You're gonna slip. Mm. He, luckily, he didn't get hurt or nothing. Yeah, he cracked his head pretty hard on the rope, but like he was fine a couple minutes later. So it's good. Yeah, I, I think to this day the best, uh, the best RKO. That was a good one. Like his and the Rollins one at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I don't think there's any dispute that those are the two best. Yeah, for sure. I can't think of anything. Oh, Kofi. Uh, close. It's close, but definitely like third. <coughs> yeah. Like an easy third, mm-hmm. you would think, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think... I'm trying to think of... Oh, what do you think of that Lucha Brothers versus Jurassic Park? Express. Yeah, Jurassic Park. Uh, it was alright. Um, I think... I mean, like, we mentioned before that they don't have writers. And that, like, guys are just, like, giving a couple minutes to talk or whatever. Um, I think... I'm, gu- I'm guessing that the Lucha Bro- Brothers and Kingston and Butcher and Blade sat down before and saying, okay, this is what's gonna happen. We're gonna get into a fight. Blah, blah, blah. But I think... Since they're brothers, Kingston should just let it happen. Let them, yeah, you know, let them fight it out, get it out of the system, and come back more focused later on. 
Yeah, it's not just two guys thrown together. Yeah. And, like, does he uh, not know, like, the whole Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny thing, like, is it kayfabe that that's his wife? Or just real life? Because he's yelling at him, where's, where's your, your wife? wife? Yeah, it's like, know. what? What are we doing? That doesn't make any sense, Dad. Like, right. is like, this kayfabe? Or? Yeah, like, 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 why is his wife friggin', like, hanging Dating out Dating a dude. Yeah. Like, is this another Rusev... Lashley thing and it's just not happening on TV? Like, what are we doing? That would be an interesting scenario. Right? It's <laughs> just sitting there in the closet just watching them. Okay, listen. <laughs> uh, I I really think, like, after Brody killed Dustin that he should have kidnapped him and, like, brainwashed him. Hmm. That would have been cool. It's like Clockwork Orange him, just, like, torture him and be like, I am Dark Order, you know? Like, it'd be their, like, their own, like, like, Darth Vader-type character. Like, that's how you send, that's who you send in to clean up the Dark Order messes. And then Cody has to bring his brother back to the light. That could be a cool storyline. Right? Like, get him some cool, like, like, Dark Order-type face paint. He's gotta go full face, though. Like, the full paint, the full paint. Mm -hmm. Like, the whole, like, Dark Order, like, colors and everything. What if they, they should? What if they do that with QT Marshall? Not as interesting, right? Because Dustin is like a great like. He's also like an actor, like he's a he's good at performing. Mm-hmm. But like, I I maybe I don't know enough about QT, but he just doesn't have a personality to me. Yeah, he's like you know that Gold Dust. You know Gold Dust. Like yeah. you know Dustin. Can go to these dark places. Mm-hmm. He you, can do you, anything. You didn't even see his Black Rain character. Exactly. So, like, it could be something like that. Which is actually that's a good name because in Marvel they had a storyline called Black Rain, I think, which is where, or was it also Dark Rain, where like a lot of the the Avengers were replaced with like uh, villains. Like, Bullseye was the new Hawkeye, and Wolverine's son replaced him as the as Wolverine in the Avengers, and Norman Osborn was the Iron Patriot. Hmm. That kind of deal. Interesting. But Very yeah, I, I just object on Wikipedia. It was Black Rain. Oh, okay. Cool. Just so you know, I'm, I'm getting, like, audio hiccups every now and then from you. That's weird. Uh, I don't know. When if it, did that? When did that start? Earlier, but it was, it was like it's one, and then like it goes quite a few minutes without. There's only been like four or five total. Oh, okay. Well, because I'm I'm hoping it's only coming through Skype and not on your Audacity. Yeah, like right now, it's it looks kind of clean. <laughs> Sometimes there's like a little thingy, but it's like in between talking. Like right now, if I stop talking. There's nothing. Yeah, at like all. It, it's not when you stop talking. It's like while you're talking, there'll be like, you know, like a little hiccup. Like it'll glitch out. Boo. Well, hopefully everything will be fine. Let's 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 keep let's keep pace here. Yeah. So it was Black Rain. Um, I did remember correctly for once. Um, but like he was he was doing black and silver paint, and he was it was just a like a real dark character. That he was doing yeah. when he was in TNA. So he could do it. Yeah. 
This is doable, guys, but they're not. They're probably done with them for now. I want to send like, you a picture. Don't send it to my phone. I know. Later. Don't oh, interrupt okay. the podcast. <laughs> I want you to react to it. Don't, don't you know reaction? reactions? I could pull it up if you want. Fine. Yeah. Do-do-do. Apparently somebody was looking for his theme. He kind of reminds me of La Parka with a like a wig. Yeah, you can see that. And holy shit, that's when he was fat. Yeah, this is wow. Uh, I blocked that out of my memory. This is Painkillers, uh, Dustin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Painkiller Dustin's, and um, it also kind of has like a like a kiss vibe too. Yeah. The like straightish black hair. He also did one where it was just like just white paint from the neck up, which was creepy. Kind of like a Uncle Fester. Yeah, I could see that. I could see the Fester thing happening. Anyway, uh, yeah, Dork Order, cool. Um, I guess Cult is on the outs because of what happened. I mean, he served him up and he screwed it up. Well, yeah, yep. you should have just pinned him. Yeah. You know, I mean that that's sort of just been what they do. Yep, he he broke pattern. You gotta stick to to mission. Um, so there it was again. I I don't know what to do here. I hear you. I'm just letting you know. Mm. Hopefully it, was, it doesn't. It was in the middle of the word, so maybe it's it's probably an audacity thing. I not audacity Skype. Probably. Might be a Skype thing, cause I guess maybe like it's picking up when I start to talk, mm. kind of thing. It was like, uh oh, yeah, with too much inside baseball here. Uh what what do you think the best show this week was? If you had to, I have a gun to your head. If you have to tell me right now, I'm gonna kill you. Mm. It's me, Dave Belzer. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna say dynamite. Yeah, I wouldn't say dynamite either. I think it's probably wow. It might be SmackDown. I think it's SmackDown also, with a close second with NXT. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it Balor's officially back as the uh, the champ. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they officially baby-faced Adam Cole. Close. But the Undisputed Era still heals? Don't know. I mean... Uh, well, well they, had, they had the opening match, right? They beat the crap out of Killian Dane. Yeah. And who, then... After or before he saved Drake Maverick? Drake Maverick saved him? Yeah, Drake Maverick saved him, but mm-hmm. then he still kicked his ass. So what's Killian Dane? I think he's just Killian Dane. Mm. He's the beast of Belfast or whatever. Yes. Um. Fine. Whatever. Um. So yeah, yeah. I guess I'd agree. Uh, the Bailey thing was great. Uh, Paul Heyman and Roman. You know the Roman Reigns that I always thought was there, that I knew was there all along, is is here. <coughs> he is the best Roman Reigns mm. right now. We didn't and mention Miro yet. 
we talked a little bit about it. Um, we can go in because I remember I said like we were talking about writers. And I'm like, right. yeah, but we. I just could not get Stan right. out of my head. Dear Slim, mm-hmm. you still ain't right a call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he's doing that hair. I think I, I don't know if he lost a bet with Lana and he his had to use her whole, guy. I, his whole outfit was weird. He's wearing like a white shirt with Minnie and Mickey Mouse on it. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that I'll text you the big picture. White shirt. Jeez. Yeah. Um, I was there in Orlando. I so what? <laughs> He probably went to visit Disneyland, Disney World, rather. It looks so bad. Oh, it's a Gucci shirt. It says Gucci. I so did that's his that. thing, huh? I did notice that. So that's his thing. He's the best man. Yep. Which like he stole, he stole my gimmick. And yes, he did. And 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 the music. Again, once again, leading to AEW, get music, guys. Yeah, please. Because it's him saying he's the best man. The best man. And Just have Fozzie do everyone's music. Yeah, make, make it everybody sing a logable. Yeah. And also... Where have I come from? Do you know the place north? <laughs> That could work. That could work. That could work. (laughs) But he's all like... uh, His promo was not great. It's like, this is your chance. And you prove... Through just the promo, if I had to go off the promo, you're proving Vince's point. Yeah. That's true. I I, I guess part of it, like, he was excited. Like, he loves wrestling. He's in AEW, which I'm pretty sure he wanted to be there for a while. Because there was a there was this thing like for a while where it was like we weren't didn't know if he was gonna re- renew his contract or whatever, and like there was rumors he was gonna go there, but now he's like officially there, and I guess he's excited because there's an actual crowd there, and we got that, and he can promote his Twitch. Yeah, that that can stop. We get it. You guys like to play video games, cool man. If can you imagine? Can you imagine? It's the Attitude Era. And Steve Austin's promoting his Twitch channel. Yeah. Like. What? I said Broken just Skull imagine. Ranch. What? Broken Skull Ranch. What? Twitch.tv. What? And the fact of the matter is, The Rock says you could over, go over to Twitch.tv slash The Rock and watch The Rock lay the smack down on Madden. Time to play the game on twitch.tv slash the game. That'd be great. God. Like, I get it. You're shamelessly promoting your crap. Because, first of all, they clarified you just can't use your work name for Twitch. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, we can stop now. And and Sabian was pushing his Twitch on on, uh, AEW before this whole thing anyway. Yes. The previous... It was last week. I don't know. If yeah. he, I don't know. If, I don't think he had done that, done that previously. I think it was just in response. I to think he his has edict, because, like, he'll be he'll be in the in the in the crowd too, oh, and he'll have okay. a thing, little poster board thing. So, by the way, Sammy and the poster boards during picture in picture is great. 
he. I, I hope when he comes back, he continues that. Yeah, I, I hope so. I, 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 he's got a bright future. He just has to like, you know. He does. He is so good. Yeah, he is. It, it, we say that a lot, but uh, he's he's definitely a fine young man. Mm. He, he could definitely. He's got all the tools. He's just gotta learn all the right lessons mm-hmm. uh, from like a Chris Jericho. Um, speaking of Chris Jericho, I don't appreciate the fact that the undefeated Ed Bellator Jake Hager is selling for Sunny Kiss <laughs> like aggressively. Mm-hmm. Like you're big hurt. <laughs> like at least he like won the match. Yeah. So, Apparently, they're going for the tag titles now. What I can't uh, get past is how JR keeps consistently referring to Sunny Kiss as a her or a she, and then ends up mixing it up when he's he's talking about what Jake Hager, what she did to him, meaning what Hager did to Sunny Kiss. It's like, pronouns, just they're all hymns. Yeah, but it seems like he's trying to call Hager a bitch. You know JR's on track. It, it no sounds like he might be calling him a bitch. JR's an Oklahoma boy. That ain't happening. Uh, listen, JR's been off the rails. Like, and like probably I, on the sauce. He he might be, but it's like, listen, man, I res- I I, de- I can respect that. Like, if you put yourself in the pos- in his position, what he's been through, and how old he is, and how long he's been around, he's got he's got fuck you age. You know, he's at that age, he could just walk up into your Walgreens and steal your batteries and you ain't doing shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. I just remember reminded me of that Seinfeld episode where uh, Uncle Leo was stealing batteries. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that shit? That was great. He he lost his wallet in Jerry's couch and he he accused someone of stealing it or whatever and he found it. I love Uncle Leo. Jerry! Jerry! Hello! hello. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Leo! Hello! What happened to uh, your eyebrows? <laughs> Remember when he was ups- when Uncle Leo was upset with him because he wouldn't say hello? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Uncle Leo, hello! And he just looked at him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the eyebrows are great. Yeah. Alright, uh, uh, AEW, what? Uh, uh. <laughs> yes, this is not the Seinfeld. Oh, what'd you think of the opener with uh, Jericho and uh, MJF like showing up at the same time? <laughs> Went about as I expected. Weird that Shivani was there, right in between. Yeah, just waiting. Yeah. <laughs> and then they both walk away like, what a loser. Yeah. <laughs> a little on the uh, nose. Yeah, a little bit. So now Boxley uh, has foregoed the fence. And found the tidiest corridor he could uh, to cut a promo. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, it's all it's all about uh, expanding as an artist. That's right, as an artist, uh, as uh, the best wrestler in the world. Yes, apparently the number one. Um, yeah, I, I love him. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate on him. I'm looking forward to him uh, beating the shit out of Archer, sending him back to uh, the mid card. Anyway, Archer uh, should not talk. He's not bad. Hey. He's not bad when it's like not that many sentences. This week like, wasn't good. It wasn't that bad. I don't know. I just 
I guess like as soon as he says everybody dies, everything before that goes away for me. It's like, oh, okay. It's probably it. <laughs> it's like, That's probably right. it. <laughs> it's like, he's saying a fact. I don't know what else to do here. <laughs> I'm out of my debt. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, yeah. yeah. Again, Jake the Snake just right in the way. It's like just, being in the rain. We're all going to get wet. We're all going to get wet. But we don't have an umbrella. <laughs> and uh, Archer says I shouldn't have one. Yeah, but Archer had to stay in the alcove to not get wet. Right. Just saying. Well, everybody gets wet except for him. Right. Right. Everybody dies. Uh, anyway, um, what do you think of the revival? Uh, I keep calling them that. <coughs> I won't let go. The FTR with the whole... Um, uh, celebration of tag teams, apparently. Uh, a good stuff, but B predictable. Yeah, like you knew. I like when he was like, "Sorry to interrupt, but it was just so funny when he was." <laughs> we got talking about how excited they were to be there, how they got to uh, wrestle SCU, and how they used to watch them when they were growing up. <laughs> yeah, and what a privilege it is, and how it would have been a great match a few years ago. <laughs> I think he said twenty years ago would have been a great match. Yeah, 20 years ago, what a great match. They're such shitheads, man. Did you catch oh. that uh, Tully said um, Dax and Cash, but when he said Dax, he put his hand on Cash's shoulder? It's hard, though, because sometimes I have trouble. Cash is Dash. That's how I remember it. Uh, okay, Cash is Dash. But which one's Dash again? Is he the one with the hair? Yes. Okay. He's he, Cash... Dash is the one that got the shot on the guy that got Bret Hart. Okay. That's okay. I uh, I guess what Cash is Dash. He's yeah. the one with the hair, right? Yeah. So I'll just think hair money. Cash. Hair money? Cuz he's got hair and usually y- he doesn't have to spend money on the hair club for men. But neither does Dax. He just sh- shaves his head. He's, he's Dax. What's his last name? Harwood. All right, so this is the easy way to remember. Okay. That. Harwood, like a hardwood floor. He waxes his head. Oh, oh, this is easy too. Like Harwood. Dax Harwood sounds like uh, like a villain in a cowboy movie. And he has like a villain Cowboy villain mustache. And beard, yeah. So, there. Okay. So, Cash Dax. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Somebody should tell Tully. Cash is Dash. Dax is... Cash Wheeler. Yeah. Dax Hardwood. Hardwood, But Hardwood. Yeah. Hardwood with no D. Right. He's hardwood with no D. Correct. Uh, but at... Okay, cool. Uh, we need like a WWE to AEW translator. Sure. Matt Cardona doesn't work here. Like what? But he does. Right. Right? Well, I, I guess know, it's not official. I don't know. Maybe he's not signed. Maybe that'll be like a thing, like a big deal, but not really. Where have I come from? <laughs> the place up up north. <sighs> it's 
guys, like, <laughs> here's a few things. Let's 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 clean up these matches a little bit because like every Lucha Brothers match is sloppy as fuck. I don't care who they're wrestling. I know uh, what was up that like every every other kick missed. Yeah, and it's like, how do you accidentally Canadian destroyer somebody? Uh, that, that doesn't bad. work. You need help. Yeah. It's like, nah, I had to go all the way through or I'd break my neck. Okay, sure, fine. Like, he should he should have... Like, let's say he was already... He had already leapt. Okay, fine. So just land. And stop. Right. Because clearly, let's... Let's... Let's assume, right, that it's real for a second. And say that he actually uses his legs to propel him up and over his opponent. Like, 450 degrees to flip his opponent's head onto the mat. Okay, so you land and you just don't do that. I feel or, like, uh, yeah. I feel like not doing it is easier than doing it. Usually, not doing something is easy to do in a thing, right? Like, at least make it a move where it's like a, it could be a got a good to a good honest mistake. Yeah, I guess they couldn't do kicks because they miss them all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess like. Try something basic, like, I don't know, a punch. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, what do we know? I don't know. But you, you know what? I'm glad we didn't see this week or on the pay-per-view. What's that, sir? Um, blood? There's, there's, well, we did get blood. <laughs> right. There's this one ref, and I, I don't remember who usually does it, but there's this one ref where, like, someone will throw a kick, the guy will catch the kick, and then hand the foot to the ref, and the ref holds it, look like, oh, what are you doing? Without saying it, for the guy that caught the kick to actually do something to the other guy. I feel like that's usually during a Young Bucks match. You know, I think maybe not, actually. Oh. It sounds like okay. a Young Buck thing to do, because it's a very indie thing. Like, well, that ref should be fired. If I, if I hand you someone's foot that's attached to someone, why are you going to keep holding it? I'm like, I don't want this. It's dirty. Like, I got a job. This isn't yours to give me. Exactly. It belongs to the exactly. guy that's attached to, so I'm going to put it down. Yeah, you don't tell me what to do. Put this down. It's just uh, implied, too. They're not even telling him to do anything. Yeah, it's just, it's it's such indie shit. Such indie shit. That's like, that should be the AEW tagline. SIS Wrestling. Such indie shit. Such indie shit. Oh, God. All right, listen. Uh, not the best showing for AEW this week, I gotta say. Mm-hmm. I'm a little disappointed. Um, the big reveal, they had two false starts. It was stupid. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, Kingston said he wasn't eliminated from the Battle Royal? I thought he was. And he, it, said, it, he said, in his promo, he said, look up the rules. I guess I'd have to rewatch the match. I think I deleted it, so I guess I can't. Re- I mean, I don't want to buy it again, right? So I can't rewatch the match. <laughs> I hope they follow up on that. Are we gonna have a Kurt Hawking situation where he's never? Oh, who was it? No, was that it? was uh, Curtis Axel. Curtis Axel. Wrong Kurt. I'm such a jerk. Axelmania. Yeah. Yeah, the future uh, TNT uh, champion oh. soon. <laughs> Does Bo still have a job? I think so. Don't you jinx Bo. Unbelievable. 
Unbelievable. I be- Listen, I believe, but they haven't. Hey. They fired his pops. Dude, if he shows up... Well, he doesn't do anything. Well, he's like an agent. He a, yeah, a producer. Agent. Yeah, you, you use young people. Listen. If they bring Bo Dallas to AEW, it's too bad they can't do Jericho doing... Don't stop believing. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be great. Jericho hypes up... Uh, well, he won't be Bo Dallas. Yeah, Joe Dallas? Nah, it'll be whatever Rotunda. I guess. I don't remember his first name. Bro Rotunda. Bro Rotunda. Bro Tunda. He'll team up with Matt Cardona. It'd be cool if they brought him in and he has his old, like, weird type Wyatt gimmick, but, like, it makes it his own thing <laughs> that's, like, nowhere near it, but just as creative. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. Like, he shows up, he's like... Yeah, but like what, he, wouldn't we roll our eyes at it? Yeah. That's the thing. What if he just shows up shredded? And he's more like freaking Broad Strowman, but, like, not like a giant. Bo. Right. Yeah, sure. Look, we miss Bo Dallas. Yeah. We miss him. We miss him. Uh, so, what do you think? Did enough blood at all out, or just the right amount of blood at all out? Just right amount. Just the right amount. Because like there was Good. a tiny bit in the Orange Cassidy match, Cassidy and Jericho. Good thing it wasn't like a wide open thing. I would have sucked for Jericho. Yeah, it looked incidental from like the stuff that got broken and like they land. Um, Cassidy ended up landing on it. Yeah, whereas MJF was a straight up blade job. Oh yeah. It's like you don't have to, but I guess, mm-hmm. and that 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 I w- we were really like talking about what could the finish be, and it's like yeah, it's paradigm shift. Just the referee's back was turned. <laughs> yeah, I I was hoping, but like I guess this is okay. But I was really hoping he'd break out the the old, uh, dirty deeds, which was what EC3 ended up using as the one percenter. It's kind of like, um, like a side headlock bulldog. Yeah, that sounds cool. But the the way they did it was fine too. I guess it leads more to the the rift between uh, Wardlow and MJF. Yeah, they had somewhere they were going, which is fine. But it's like it's definitely it went the right way. Like it would have been kind of okay, but it's like the battle royal kind of does spoil the main event. Like that's that's where you're in tricky territory with having the battle royal for the number one contender on the same show as a title match, and the title matches later. Yeah, but that's also going on the assumption that the champ is not going to lose the title between now and then. That's also true. That 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 is also true. But you would. But the thing is, you have MJF and Moxley, and if it's MJF, you're not going to make MJF a transitional champion. You know what I'm saying? You give him a run. Like, you can't take a heel like that. You could do that at first. I think it could just piss him off more. I don't like it. I think the reason... I think that's the reason why they went with Moxley, because it's like, we want you to be champion. It's just not going to be now, because we want it to be an actual run with it. Here, so, so here's the thing. There is a right way to do it. It's just that it's so easy to screw it up that I'm glad they didn't. Right. True that. 
was there anything else you <coughs> wanted to talk about from this week? Uh, we didn't talk a whole lot about NXT. Uh, we had the cage match as the main event. The title match opened the show. I don't have a problem with a title match opening the show because it's basically a to-be-continue from what was the match of last week. Right. And Rhea Ripley deserves to be in the main event. Yeah. Especially if it's in a cage match where it's like, it's not a cage match with two female wrestlers. It's two... It's a cage match with two <coughs> real women. Yeah. Like, and just... As, as they call them, badasses, which is... True. Like, believable, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, it's fine that this is a cage match. Mm-hmm. So, I, 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 I take back the fact that I thought it should have been uh, the... Uh, what was the, the one that Riddle and uh, Thatch had? The fight pit. Yeah, the fight pit. This is fine. The start was great. Hot start. Yeah. With um so Mercedes was trying to throw a bunch of stuff into the ring and then Rhea runs out and interrupts her and like is squishing her between the door and the cage. That's viciousness mm-hmm. that you have to have. What do you Oh, here's a quick question. Do you know what Mercedes Martinez finisher is according to Supercard? I don't remember it now. Three Amigas. Hmm. That's what it says on her supercard. <laughs> Get more generic. <laughs> oh, that was cool, because Eddie. Yeah, but no, I don't think I've ever seen her do Three Amigos or Three Amigas. Yeah, it's like they didn't even know. <laughs> right. <laughs> what have I been... That's stuck in my head. <laughs> I no, hope it's stuck in everybody's head. It's Where Have I Come From. Oh yeah, different song. <laughs> My bad. Um, uh, I feel like the Candace and Tegan thing was intentionally cringy, and that's okay. I my eyes almost rolled out of my socket. Mm-hmm. She should have said something about the cup being right there. This is like right in front of a plate. <sighs> I love wrestling. <laughs> uh, and uh, Robert Stone and Shotzi's tank that he was about to beat up. Which is kind of messed, messed up. He, you know what? He should have tried to steal it. Like, get inside and drive it away. Yeah. And then, like, like what if he got inside and then he couldn't find the keys? Mm-hmm. And, like, he couldn't get it to go? And then he gets, like, kicked in the head or whatever? Yeah. Um... Raw. Cedric. The turn. Alright. What'd you think? I think he, he seems to have more personality on the mic as a heel. That's usually the case, though. Right. So, I think this is good for him. Like, give him a little more practice. He's not bad. He's not like Lance Archer. But, he, he like, he's not there. I'm okay with watching him practice. You know what I'm saying? True. Um, listen, I I get that he's a heel, but I still see him as a baby face. Like, it's just his... It's just the way he looks. Like, his face. Like, he's just got a face face. 
like I want to root for the guy, so I'm having trouble here. <laughs> so he has to he has to put some intensity in his face. You're saying? Yeah, I feel like because of the whole thing with Shelton Benjamin, I think this might be a long con. I think Shelton Benjamin might be right. Hmm. Like it's a long con, and I think Ricochet is in on it. Could be. Like he's like, listen, this is the only way we got to make it believable. Like that could make it interesting. Mm-hmm. The only way to destroy the hurt business is from the inside. Yeah, could be. And then, whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on a second. Let me interrupt you. What if it's this? Oh my God, this is great. It's like any. I don't know if you watch any cop shows with like undercovers. Like he's deep cover, right? Mm-hmm. He's deep cover, and then. You find out, you find out that he got too deep cover, and he's like, he's all in, like Adrian Pimento on Brooklyn yeah. Nine. And Ricochet, Ricochet's trying to pull him out. He's like, dude, it's over. Come on, man. And he's like, you know what? I'm all in on the hurt business, and just fucks him up. Mm. And it's like, that wasn't the plan, you know, whatever. It's like, nah, man, I'm in it for life. Yeah, maybe, That'd but I cool. doubt it. Yeah, it would be cool, but I don't know if they're gonna they care enough about the angle, which they should. Yeah, I don't think so. Or you know, it could, it could be something like that, but like Shelton fucks up somehow. And oh, they that's start, true. They start to question Shelton's loyalty. Yeah, but that's how you do the rift, you know. And then and then Shelton gets the boot, and Shelton teams up with Ricochet. That would be I, a crazy tag team. As long as Shelton gets to do stuff, I'm fine. Yeah. More Shelton in ring action. Thank you for, for sure. F- thank you for forgetting the Google eye, googly eye thing. Um, but also thank you for the reference to Shelton's mother last week or this week, whenever it was. What'd you say about his mama? Exactly. Did you say something <laughs> about his mama? Uh, what else? There was one other thing about Raw, I think. Oh, uh, so the Garza Andrade split. Yeah, I can't believe it. What a shock. I know, but I'm liking the way they're doing it. Um, and then you said it was too soon, but the, you ended up liking the end, the uh, Peyton Billy match. Yeah, I. The thing that bothered me about it, it was like they have control over the crowd noise, mm-hmm. and they didn't help them at all. Right. That bothered the shit out of me. But especially if this is. If the point of this is to help make Peyton Royce, yeah, if yeah, if it is, where's the crowd? Yeah, that you have control over. And I gotta say, like, we both prefer Peyton Royce out of the two, but I like Billy Kay's entrance. Yeah, that throws. It looks like I wouldn't write her off just yet. Like, this is one of those things where it's like it's too early to tell. Like, there's there's been situations, and I won't be able to name them off the top of my head because we're running long, where a tag team has two people, and you think this person's the star, and it winds up being the other person. Yeah. Like, that's happened before. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I don't want Peyton to be a star, but... They should at least have it where it's like, yeah, so what if they can't tag team together? Billy Kay, they can still corner each other. Yeah. Like, what's the problem with that? There's nothing in the rules. They just can't tag. There's nothing in the rules saying that. For freak's sakes, Mandy Rose and Sonya were in a blood feud, but they're staying at each other's house. Yeah. (laughs) And they hugged after, so that's cool. Mm -hmm. Like, they're still cool. 
even though she tried to throw it to the walls and freaking uh, raw on the ground. Which, and, by the way, want to let all the ba- uh, want to ask the book of us if they also thought that the music playing during All Out was very similar to Raw on the ground. Yeah, because that's all I could hear. <laughs> also, why was Peyton so cringy with Sheen's arm around her? I'm telling you, hostage video. <laughs> like, they want something from Sean Spears. I don't know what. <laughs> and what like, is hey, Tully Chairman? not with? Is Tully not with him anymore? No, he is. They mentioned on All Out that Sean Spears came to the ring with the um, the the black glove thing. The yeah, little with, with, thing. The, with the piece of iron inside that he's that Tully gave him earlier. Uh, yeah, apparently uh, he showed it to Excalibur. Yes, piece of iron. And yeah, then, like, and, and then like there's some silence, and he's like, "Or well, some kind of metal, I don't know." So I, I want someone to say, "I'm not a metal- metallurgist." <laughs> it's something hard. Yeah, it's it's, it's not metal. rock hard, Jake Hager. That's right. Can't fit him in there. What did Jericho call him? The a brick wall. I think so. Uh, what else did I want to mention on Raw? Oh, so I guess they're. Uh, working towards a triple threat match, Orton, Keith Lee, and Drew McIntyre? I guess. I, it looks like a way to take the belt off Drew without him being pinned. Maybe. Or. Don't to, say it, because they're not going to give the belt to Keith Lee. No, for Drew to retain. Without, without beating Orton? Without beating Keith Lee. Oh. Yeah, I'll take that. Drew already beat Orton, so what does it matter if he beats him again? It doesn't. Yeah. Or, it's Randy Orton. How can you hurt his career? The man can shit inside of a woman's purse and still be employed for many years to come. So yes. He's fine. He's untouchable. So, Something tells me Cowboy Bob knows where the bodies are buried. He probably buried some of them. <laughs> For sure. He's like, sorry, Vince, hit him too hard with the cast again. <laughs> I can't do a Bob Orton voice at all. I didn't even. Well, I don't on. even know. I couldn't tell you what a Bob Orton voice is. I, I figure it's Randy Orton, but old. I, I figure he's got. He's got. Sounds a little cowboyish. The thing about about Randy Orton's promos, it's like, any. It's like, Randy Orton is like a guy that's entitled. Mm-hmm. But he could back up why he's entitled. Yeah. Now that he's like a veteran, you know, it's like he started off like he's this entitled guy, and everything was going to be his, and then it became his, and it's like, listen, yeah, listen, listen, Junior. <laughs> he earned it after he got it. Right. That's fine. So, yeah, that rarely works out. Mm. Poor Buddy Murphy, huh? Oh, Just serve him up. Oh man. Yet another sacrificial lamb. You know, I hate to say that it worked. That kind of developed a kind of like a feel-good moment. Yeah, with a family that a family that uh, 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 what are these things called? Kendo's together, mm-hmm. stays together. Yes. <laughs> so that just, was okay, mm. and we got we got we heard from Retribution. Did you mention that before? Yeah, the, yeah, they have a logo now and a voice. They got a logo and they have a mission statement and they really didn't say much. Like they said things, but they didn't say much. There wasn't a lot of substance to it. But Are yeah. they fired, guys? 
I think it's guys that have been, quote, held down. Oh, well, according to themselves, probably half the roster. So, Well, the, the half the roster, that's not signed to AEW yet. Yeah, uh, 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 that makes sense. Where have I come from? Let me uh, get that over. Alistair Black and Kevin Owens, Raw Underground. Yes, they just I think that's fighting. the first big match in Raw Underground. I think so. Like, why not just have a street fight? Or, or like, a wrestling match. Something. <laughs> like, or why like this? a wrestling match. I don't know anyone that watches wrestling that gives a shit what's happening on Raw Underground. It's not, like, it's not in canon yet. Alistair Black went shorts. That's interesting. I do. I don't remember. Were they he like, wear like 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 shorts, like MMA shorts, or uh, no? Nah, they weren't tight. Like they were just like shorts, kind of. Hmm. It's interesting. It's good, you know. Like black some, shorts, just get some flexibility in the legs. Wrapped his hands. It's kind of neat. Hmm. Well, he's he's got the martial arts background, so he's gonna know how to like look like um. MMA fighter. So, back to Andrade. Is he the face? That's a good question. Garza can't be the face. Yeah, he left a woman high and dry. Yeah, he's too much... He's like a cowardly piece of shit. I, maybe they're just parallel heels that are in the process of breaking up. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. But I don't know. I know Andrade started as a face in NXT, but it's different now. Like, he's got Zelina Vega... Yeah. And he's got, like, his own identity now. Mm-hmm. He's not this weird guy with a hat and suspenders. Mm-hmm. What was that all about? Yeah, they, it, it was it's almost... It's a vibe. It was kind of like they brought him in as a face Del Rio. Because, like, you're wearing the white hat, you're wearing white suspenders and white pants, you got money. I guess, That's, like, a face Del Rio as in he's, like... Isn't he, like, his father a uh, wrestler? I believe so. Whatever. Andrade was La Sombra. Oh, okay. Which is funny, because they actually say La Sombra in his entrance music. I guess they think people don't listen. Maybe. I like his song. Uh-huh. It's His music is better than any song in AEW that's not Judas. Yeah. Like, true. <laughs> a lot of guys have it like that. Mm-hmm. Like... Kevin Owens, who I'm worried about because his 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 music is a CFO thing, Aww. so eventually they'll have to change that. Is that why? Or has... Sami Zayn, he's gonna have to find some more ska. Yeah, is that why Kevin Owens hasn't really gotten entrances lately? Maybe, hmm. but that's a part of his identity. They need to figure this music shit out quick. Yeah, they do. Oh, it sucks. Just fucking pay it. Like you I get ready it. to fire. Yep, I get it. They they had to fire sixty people today or this week. So well, at least it's not any talent. Yeah, I got some last minute news. Mm, what do you got? Uh, Mandy Rose put out a tweet uh, in regards to her uh, going over to Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, you dirty bastard! Three weeks. It took me three weeks to find out why I wasn't on SmackDown. And of course, it's because of you, Mike. Hmm. I had a career moment at SummerSlam to not be on SmackDown and you just drop it on Talking Smack like it's nothing. 
You affect my career and my time, so you can try and stop Otis from succeeding. This is how you use your pull. Wow. Four W's. Hmm. Uh, Cursey emoji face twice. If I'm going to Raw, that's great. I'll do bigger and better things on Mondays than I've done on Fridays. Oh, and if you think you're going to split Otis and I up, think again, Ms. It's underlined. I guess she didn't add it to her directory dictionary. There are seven days in a week, and me and Mr. Capital, Money in the Bank, are as tight as ever. Hmm. And that's that. Okay, good. At least there's something. Give me something. Yeah, I see her. There it is. I, I hmm. read it to you. It's fine. <laughs> and that is all I got. Alright, so it's kayfabe. Kayfabe, brother. 100%. Like we knew that, yeah. Like once, I, once I said it out loud, I'm like, "What am I saying? <laughs> what am I doing?" Yeah, it's like like the Adam Cole Pat McAfee thing. Mm-hmm. Oh man, Adam Cole face. I don't know. But there's still time. Let's wait. Let's wait before we poo-poo it. Like he could be a he could. It could work. It'll work. Don't make it work. Do you think that he could ditch the Undisputed Era? No. And then, wait, and then they <laughs> stay a faction. The three of them. I think you can't do Undisputed Era without Adam Cole. They all have the same music. So he'd get and I'll be damned if they make Adam Cole change his music. Is that CFOs? Oh, shit. I think so. Mm. God damn it. Oh. Alistair Black is CFOs. Alright, listen, this is getting very depressing. We're gonna lose all the good music. They're gonna stagger it. Like they did that when uh Jim Johnson got pushed out, they're gonna do that again. They'll stagger it, it'll be slow, a little over time. It's a point where it's just, you know, every couple of weeks, ah, this guy's fucking music change, I don't like it. Why the fuck they do that? Yeah. So, yeah, that's all I got, I think. Time to fire up the jet. Well, if you want to hit us up on social media, you can do so. On Twitter, at BasinBookers, at BasinJair, average there is. You can email us, BasinBookers at gmail.com. Check out our Facebook page, BasinBookers. We got Instagram, BasinBookersPod. You don't even have to say it, bro. Um, <laughs> if you don't know where to find this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google, whatever they're calling it, I still don't know. I don't know. If you could say wherever they wherever podcasts are available. Yeah, just Google it. You'll find it. We have this conversation every week. I think it's just. I think this is just how I do it now. And that's that's true. Yes, and Joe's got a closing message. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. Don't do one it. fall. So make it the count. And do what the man says. Follow the bookers.